Well, guys, I knew this day would come. It finally happened. TikTok banned my original TikTok account. I know a lot of you guys followed me from TikTok. So if you haven't seen a TikTok from me in quite a while, that's why. You can now follow me on my new TikTok account, at ComeOnManPod. That's all one word, at ComeOnManPod. Please follow me. Help me rebuild. I was at almost 30,000 followers when they kicked me off their platform. So come on, follow me back. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you. What's up, everybody? You are listening to Come On, Man a 3% man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. What's up, everybody? You are listening to another week of Come On, Man, the best fucking men's podcast on the goddamn internet. I don't care if you agree or not. That's a fact. If you are listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever you call it these days, please give us a five-star review. It is so helpful, more helpful than you know. If you are listening on or watching on YouTube, please go ahead and subscribe and hit those notifications. Because apparently if you subscribe on YouTube, it doesn't mean anything anymore. You have to hit those notifications as well. So stupid. But you got to play the game, right? All right. This week is a fun episode, man. This is a fun episode. Okay. So by the time this, uh, this drops, I will have been doing TikTok since uh let's see for about eight or seven or eight months now i think i think this drops in july so (laughs) this is funny this is like uh at the end of my second month of uh tiktok uh experiment uh i now at at the at the time of this recording i have twenty thousand followers on tiktok hopefully uh, by the time this drops i have way more than that but one of the guys that followed me on TikTok, uh, started taking my advice, ended up downloading Corey Wayne's How to Be a 3% Man, listened to it twice, and then started applying the principles in the book and like everything that I had been talking about on TikTok. And uh, he ended up climbing out of the fucking friend zone with uh, one of his one of his hot uh, lady friends. He had a, I guess uh, he has a pretty decent stable of girls that are friends, um, you know, because a lot of, like a lot of 97% guys, they accept the friend zone and then they're, you know, they're really just in the friend zone hoping for their opportunity. Well, this guy started watching my TikToks and was like, okay, okay, maybe there's something to this and started reading uh, Corey Wayne's book, started following Corey Wayne on YouTube and uh, decided to apply the principles to one of his girl friends and uh, was able to climb out of the friend zone with that. So it's a very fascinating story, very inspiring. He's still, uh, you know, a, a student like like all of us are, but uh, 
Really good story, and I'll bring that to you right after this. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm not sure what you're doing tonight, but what I'm doing involves a bottle of Carvassier and a lady. Well, maybe not the Carvassier, but definitely a lady. If you're like me, you're tired of expensive, girly-smelling colognes from expensive department stores. You don't want to smell like a little bitch. You want to smell like a friggin' man. That's why I've partnered with Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a wide range of men's grooming products that actually smell manly as hell. My personal favorites are their Naval Supremacy Bar Soap and all of their awesome smelling colognes that women love. I have several of their colognes for different days of the week, but my Saturday night cologne is Grant because it gets the job done if you know what I mean. Right now, if you visit duke.comeonmanpod.com, you get free shipping on orders over $25. Using duke.comeonmanpod.com tells them I sent you and you get free shipping. Win-win. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. All right, this week we have Tony K from Michigan. We met through TikTok and he found Corey Wayne and How to Be a 3% Man from my TikToks. What's up, Tony? Hey, how's it going, Paul? (laughs) It's going pretty good, brother. It's going pretty good. Awesome. So, yeah, it's interesting because you reached out to me on TikTok and you were like, you're like, this stuff is amazing. You know, uh, (laughs) well, let's tell the story a little bit. So this is the thing. I've been watching videos on YouTube and shit. I'm like uh, trying to talk to women on like uh, the Internet and shit like that through dating profiles and stuff. A lot of these guys seem like they're full of shit. I mean, I'm not going to name names, but you probably know who some no, of go these ahead. guys are. Go ahead and name names. Uh, God, I, I can't remember, but he's like, this guy, he's like, he's like really fit. He's dressed up and he's just, he's just ads everywhere, you know, and it's in his uh, stuff, you know, telling you how to like talk to women and stuff. And it just, it didn't seem real to me, you know, okay. it, he really wasn't giving out a lot of information. Um but, you know, there's just there's guys all over the Internet. And it's like, you know, these are these are guys who kind of look like they have it set in life. Uh huh. So, so but anyway, um, I found you on TikTok. And it's funny because everyone was telling me to get a TikTok. Uh-huh. Like, Fuck it. I'll get a TikTok. And I came across you when you were talking about looking at women in the left eye. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I just yeah. um at the so at the time of this recording, I don't know if you know this, but uh, there's like a space time continuum where I, I record all this stuff ahead of time. Yeah. And, uh, so at the time of this recording, uh, there's going there's an episode that people should go back and listen to. I did with a guy named uh, M MJ MJ something. I can't remember. He's an author, and he was talking to we we did the whole podcast episode talking about the left eye and stuff like that, and that's where I started doing it again. Oh, okay. Because I had read that in the book, uh, "The Way of the Superior Man," which Corey Wayne talks about in in his book. But when the first time I read it, I, I just it sort of went in ear, one ear and out the other. 
and never really thought about it until I, I got into that conversation with my, my guest about it. And then I went on a, a couple of dates and did it. And it was just like, holy shit. It's like a fucking Jedi mind trick. I know. I started doing it and it's like, okay, there's something here. Yeah, it's weird, right? It is pretty fucking weird, but it's uh, for some reason it works. And, and just for people that are listening and they're not, they don't know what the fuck we're talking about. The idea is that the left eye, like the actual, their left, not like people keep asking me that. They're like, is it your left or the, no, it's their no. left eye. So you're right, their left. Mm-hmm. Um, if you make eye contact with their left eye, that's the receiving eye. That's the, the emotional eyes. So when you make that eye contact, I mean, eye contact in general is powerful. Right. But when you do it with that eye, it's like they just feel like a bond with you and they don't know what's even happening. They're just like, all of a sudden they just feel safer with you. They just feel like they can trust you. And then it's like, these aren't the droids you're looking for. Right. And it's like, uh, (laughs) I'll tell you what, I used it on uh, this chick who's like a new friend. Um, She a friend now? (laughs) No, not yet. We're working on it. Uh Friends (laughs) with benefits uh, now. No, not even now, but I'll just, uh, Okay. What happened is uh, I met her through actually the chick that I, I got with. Okay. Oh, so, wait, yeah. wait, okay, wait. But the chick you got with was also a friend. Yes. Okay. I have a lot of female friends. You got, I, you climbed out of the friend zone with this one. Yes. Okay. And now you're working on one of your other friend zoned chicks. Yes. Yeah, so okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go into that. So yeah. In the book, it says you got to treat women all the same. Yes. So what I kind of took that as is like, okay, fuck it. Some of, the, uh, some of the women that I'm friends with, I wouldn't mind getting with. So all those girls, I stopped all contact. If they want to get a hold of me, they will get a hold of me if they want to hang out. That's kind of how I'm looking at Stop yeah. giving them that free validation. Exactly. Okay. So uh, it just so happened that the chick I got with, she was the first one to come to me. Okay. My man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, with, uh, the one, uh, girl I'm talking about, uh, she owns a shop and I just, uh, went in to pick up a shirt one day cause she sells shirts. Okay. And I was doing the left eye thing and she was talking about hanging out. Uh, and I was like, yeah, well, um, yeah, we'll hang out and stuff like that. And she's like, well, you don't understand. I'm very picky on who I hang out with and hanging out with you. It was like a while ago. She was like, it was like a breath of fresh air. I'm like, oh, thanks. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we, we, we're going to hang out like sometime next month, but yeah, that's, you know. Okay. I don't, I don't know if you can hear it, but my fucking neighbor's dog is barking right now. It's driving me nuts. But if you guys are hearing barking, that's what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Nope. Nope. No barking here. Okay. Good. Good. Okay. So, all right. So the one that uh, said that hanging out with you is a breath breath of fresh air. Was this the one that you you recently uh, slept with? No, this is this okay. is a totally different chick. This is the new chick that yes. you want, you're you're working on. Okay. Yeah. So tell us the story about the chick that uh, you had success with here, because that's a that's really a an inspirational story. I mean, yeah. A lot um, of guys. Uh, I mean, even Corey in the book at the very beginning talks about how he used to try to do the friendship route to meet women which a lot of us have done in the past. A lot of us have learned that uh, that oftentimes leads to nowhere. Um, so the fact that you were able to 
climb out of the friend zone with her, like, I think we all want to know, what did you do? Like, okay. how did you do that? Right. So <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys right now, I am still a student. I'm the new guy in school. It just, I've known this chick for a long time. Uh, we've only been, uh, we've gotten close to each other the last couple of years. I'm going to tell you, like, when we first started hanging out a couple of years ago, I simped the fuck out for this chick. We made out one time and it was a drunk thing and I just simped the fuck out. You know, I had her on a pedestal higher than Mount Rushmore. It was bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had to back it up. And this, you know, this was a while ago. So I backed it up and, you know, I put myself in the friend zone, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, let's just be friends kind yeah. of thing. So, um, yeah. So what happened is, uh, yeah, I just, I stopped contacting all these women. She was the first one to contact me. She okay. said, so she contacted me. She said she wanted to hang out. I knew this chick had bi tendencies. So, <laughs> okay. yeah. All right, yeah. All right. So, um, I just wanted to have fun, so I was like, "Hey, meet me at." Um, you guys ever heard of Twin Peaks? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's kind of like uh, Hooters, but dirty. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, right. Or like, or like Tilted Kilt. Like, yeah, Tilted Kilt is like. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. haven't been there in a minute, but yeah, you know, I was yeah, like, yeah. "Fuck it, I want to have a good time." So I had her meet me out at a Twin Peaks, close okay. to her house. So we met there and uh, we, we only had drinks, but uh, it was our first time being at a place like that. So she was like, oh, wow, this is really cool. And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, you know, it's, you know, different. You know, a lot of girls don't usually go to that place, those places. So, so yeah, we uh, had drinks and stuff and, you know, uh, I decided to practice with like, you know, having her talk most of the time and shit like that, looking mm -hmm. at the left eye, you know, so uh, I didn't go in for a kiss or anything. Like I said, we're friends. It was just like, I didn't even go in for a hug. She ended up going in for a hug. And after that, I was just like, yeah, just hit me up when you want to hang out again. Mm. And, yeah. I don't recommend that. No, no. <laughs> I don't recommend that. Oh, no. you, got any, you got any advice for me? Yeah. Always go for the kiss. It's, it's in the book too. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. But, but the reason, and I talk about this a lot on the podcast, uh, <laughs> Uh, when I got back on the dating circuit this most recent time, which was like in the summer of 2019, this is before I even found Corey Wayne and stuff like that. Like the first date I went on was with this really smoke show of a chick. Uh, mm -hmm. And I was the, I was the kind of guy that was always waiting for some kind of written invitation, you know, to, Oh, I, she has to have some overt body language that she's into me or else I'm, I'm not going to go for a kiss. Well, after this date with this chick, I, I went in for a hug and then got in my car and left. And on my, like on my way home, I get a text message from her going, you know, I'm really disappointed that you didn't try to kiss me. Oh, okay. And I was like, what <laughs> the fuck? What are right. you talking about? And so then I said, you know what? Fuck it. Every time after this, if I like her, I will always go for a kiss. And that has worked for me 99.9% .9 of the time. No shit. All right. 90, yeah. That high, like chicks, love a guy that it like makes a move and um there's only been like one time where it really didn't work out and even then even then like the book says it's the ultimate test of interest mm. so if you go in for a kiss and she's like ooh, and pulls back or gives you the cheek or something like that you know she's not interested and then you know not to waste your fucking time absolutely but 99.9 percent .9 of the time they'll be receptive to it and then they'll be like oh shit this guy's confident <laughs> yeah yeah it yeah. works yeah 
So anyway, okay, so so continue. So you said, okay, let me know if you want to hang out. Yeah. So a couple of days later, she's like, I got Monday and Wednesday available if you want to hang. So <laughs> I said, I'll get back to her because I was busy both those days. It just <laughs> so happened that I had a date that Wednesday that canceled on me. So yeah, that happens. Yeah, it does. Whatever. So um, I was like, okay, I want to hang out with her, but I don't want to go back to fucking uh, uh, Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to take this chick to a gentleman's club. <laughs> <laughs> That's a ballsy move, dude. It's a ballsy move. But like I said, she has yeah. bi tendencies. But, you know, yeah. in one of her texts, she was like, had a good time. Definitely want to go see more ass and titties. Okay. Well, hey, I mean, if that's what they want, you got to give them what they want, right? Exactly. <laughs> so I kind of took stuff from you and uh, Corey, and I just text her, hey, we could hang out Wednesday. I'll be at your house, I'll be at, your house at 6, yeah. wear something tight. Night? Okay. All right. Yeah. So, um, so you didn't tell her where, where, where you were going? No. No. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So that, those mystery dates really get them amped up. They're like, where are we going? What are we doing? Oh my God. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, she didn't even ask. Uh huh. So, yeah. Oh, she was just like, yeah, let's do it. Yep. So uh, she said, ha ha ha, you know, I don't have anything tight. And I was like, well, I expect you wearing something tight. Yeah. So you, you will wear something tight. Pretty much. You know, nice. I, I you told I, her what to do. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> So, and that's not normal for me to do. I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. If I'm going to get anywhere, I'm going to do it now. If you read any of uh, Dr. Robert Glover's books, he wrote yeah. uh, No More Mr. Nice Guy and Dating Essentials for Men. Uh-huh. Uh, he's very much like that. Tell chicks what to do. Tell them. You know, that's where I get the, if you watch my videos where I say, meet me at this place at this time. Right. That's, I get that from Dr. Robert Glover and oh, it okay. works. Like women almost like they're natural followers. Women that are watching are listening to this are going to fucking shit themselves, but they are <laughs> natural followers. They want the man to lead. And if you tell them what to do and then they do it, that's a, mm-hmm. that's a sign of high interest. Yeah. So that's, that's awesome. Nice. So, so, okay. So you said wear something tight and picking you up. Yep. This shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> I didn't talk to her till the day of, she actually got a hold of me and was like, we still on for today? And I was like, yep, be at your house at six. That's a good sign too. Yeah. Good sign. So uh, I got at her house and she has a roommate. Her roommate ended up answering the door just because uh, she was still getting ready. You know, I know you guys talk about, you know, the whole, you know, not waiting, you know, she better be ready at right times or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. You, can't, you can't win them all. Can't win them all. <laughs> so uh, talking about the roommate, now she is newly divorced and also on the dating scene. So I was just like, have you been on any crazy or fun dates lately? This woman poured out everything that the book tells you not to fucking do as a guy. And she's telling me these guys are telling about their past relationships, talking about sex on the date, talking about uh, what was it like uh, their financial problems. And yeah. it's like, Wow. So bells and whistles are going off in my head just listening to this chick. You start to notice, uh, you know, in the book, Corey talks about how you realize that after you start learning this and taking the 3% path, that you really have no competition because the 97% of guys don't know what the fuck they're doing. Dude, she's getting, yeah, she was telling me she's getting flowers after first dates. Guys are writing her letters. Yeah. And 
oh, it's a bit dude, much. It's yeah, a bit much after a first date. So it's like, okay, bells and whistles are going off. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Everyone who's listening, trust me, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I was that uh, guy once. I was that. You know, I, I don't like to bag on ninety-seven percenters because nope. I we were all ninety-seven percenters at one time. That's why I'm talking to you today. <laughs> we were all there. Yeah, I, I still kind of am. No, <laughs> I'm trying I, not. It's to a do. like so. A lot of the a lot of the guys too that um, you know have YouTube channels. They uh, you know a lot of guys get into this stuff and then they immediately want to be dating coaches and stuff like that. I still look at myself at myself like I'm just a student. Right. And this is a show for students comparing notes, like what, what works, what didn't work, you know, Oh, you got something from this book. You got something from this YouTube channel. Like, did it work for you? Great. You know, I love right. it. I, I love it. It's like we're boots on the ground. Yeah, absolutely. It's great. You know, especially with your guys' uh, Facebook page, I just joined that and it's just like, wow, this is just all the guys in the group learning from each other. It's great. Yeah. It's like it's- a little club. It's an exclusive group. And ever since I started doing TikTok and getting a big TikTok following, we've gotten in, in and I'm one of the admins. Yeah. We get, we get inundated daily now of people trying to join the group uh-huh. and we won't let you in if you haven't read the fucking book. Right. And That's I, what, uh, so you were able to pass the entrance exam. Well, I was just going to bring it up. It was like, I want to join this group, but this was before I read the book. So I was like, I'm going to read this book. Mm-hmm. So when I got to that page, I'm not going to say the question, but that was a pretty tricky question. And I like how you guys set that up. Well, so we've done different questions in the past and I'll, I'll let you guys, let the people know two past questions. So the first question that we did was what's the takeaway, Mm -hmm. right? Because Corey talks about the takeaway in the book several times. And, uh, that was keeping quite a bit of people out, but eventually, uh, you like, there were some videos that Corey did. There were some TikToks that I did where we talked about the takeaway and people were able to start guessing that. Mm-hmm. And so we started getting some shitty people in the group that we had to boot out. Yeah. And, uh, and then the next question we did was uh, where did like Corey has like this girl that he talks highly of in the book. Like that seems like it was the love of his life. Yeah. And she ended up, they ended up breaking up because she moved back to a specific country. So we asked, well, what country did she go back to? A lot of people were just able to guess that. So the new question is a multi-part question that is only in the book. I don't think Corey's ever fucking talked about it on his YouTube channel. So you have to like have the book in front of you really to (laughs) to even figure out what it is. Yeah. Right. Right. Damn. Yeah. So I got it with the past question with the girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. So that's how I got on. Okay. So, but yeah, I, yeah, I'll have to check out the new one, see if any of my friends will get on that. Well, you don't want to get yourself kicked out so that you're answering that question because I'm not going to. <laughs> no. So, yeah, it just, and also for people that are listening, uh, you know, like we really want to keep that 3% man group, like we want to keep it 3%, you know, yeah. where it's just like the hardcore students that are really trying to be better men. There's a lot of manosphere groups. Um, are you, uh, Tony, are you familiar with Rolo Tomasi and the Rational Male? I am. Uh, so I hear you talk about him a lot. I hear uh-huh. about I, Luke talks about him a lot. Yeah. So, uh, that is definitely a book I want to read. Right. So uh, it is a good book and I rec- I definitely recommend it. But the problem with like Rolo Tomasi followers are a lot of those guys are jaded as fuck. They yeah. hate women mm-hmm. and Rolo Tomasi and a few of the other like big red pill names have a joint group called the rule zero page. Oh, uh, and, and anybody could pretty much join that group right now. And it is a cesspool of women hating. 
oh, which wow. doesn't help anybody. And no, so, really so we, we really want to keep that kind of riffraff out of the 3% man group, <laughs> yeah. which is why we make it so hard to even get in. So the fact that you're in there actually speaks volumes. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So, so, uh, so let's get back, let's get back to the story. Um, so you got to the, got to her house. She was getting ready. Talked to her roommate. Your, her roommate was like, oh, there's all these fucking dipshits out there. All right, go ahead with the story. So yeah, she comes downstairs and uh, dude, she's wearing this tight ass pink dress, hair straight, makeup, high heels. And I'm only making this a big deal because since I've known this chick, she's never been dressed up around me. Mm. so i was like okay you know i didn't you know i didn't you know i just said oh no you know not bad you know (laughs) i didn't know what to say women Uh, women like an excuse to get dressed up so if you tell them to dress up they're like "Ooh, okay right so uh we're driving still she didn't ask where we were going uh i'm from michigan so uh we get off on eight mile do do you know what eight mile is yeah mom's spaghetti yeah so So we get off on eight mile and for people listening, eight mile is really known for like the strip clubs, the gentlemen's clubs, the uh, bars and stuff like that. Red light district. Pretty much. We're, <laughs> we're pretty damn close to being a red light district. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So it's not as bad as everyone says it is. There's good parts and there's bad parts, you know? So uh, we get off there. She's like eight mile. And I was like, yeah, you know, you'll see. So we pull up to the gentlemen's club. And she's like, well, where are we at? They're like, well, I'm taking you to a gentleman's club because, you know, they had ballet and stuff out there. Her eyes lit up. She's like, oh, I've ever, I've always wanted to go to one of these. And she's like, I've never been to one before and stuff. So I was like, oh, well, we're here now. So <laughs> this is crazy to me that I just, this is the funniest dude, story I've ever I heard. I wish I was making it up. Because no, I, be- I believe you, dude. I believe you. <laughs> I, because when we walk in there, you know, it's yeah. uh, so gentlemen's club especially in detroit you have to be wearing like for men no hats got to be a a, a dress shirt something like that women can wear whatever the fuck they want but it's like you know it's just uh topless you know they sell beer and food strip clubs here it's like full nude and that's all you get there's no alcohol no nothing like that that's where that's the way it is in a lot of places uh like in california um they have that policy like if it's full nude you can't have alcohol but a lot of the strip clubs like the owners own a bar right next door and then you have in and out privileges. That's how they get around it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't yeah. been to a strip club in years, man, but uh, back in my Navy days. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, I got, I got a dirty story. Anyway. Okay. Oh ahead. yeah. I want to hear it right after, you know, yeah, right after this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we get in, we sit at the bar and I go, okay, what do you uh, want to drink? She's a party girl. So she was like, let's do some Irish car bombs okay irish car bomb it is so that'll do the trick yep so uh she drank we both drank one of those and uh she i think continued drinking uh guinness the rest of the night and i, I was drinking uh just uh i think it was woodford on the rocks so uh she was very nervous at first because she didn't know what to expect you could you could tell on her face but when the women started coming out she was just like uh she was into it she was you know commenting and stuff like there was this girl who had like a really nice body i didn't say shit i'm just seeing how she's reacting to everything so she's like oh man that girl has a you know really nice ass and stuff and then she's like oh you know i've been working out and uh 
I think my ass is getting bigger. And I was like, well, let me uh, stand up. Let me see what you, you know, what's going on. So she's, you know, in front of me. And she's shaking her ass. So I slap it. And then, you know, she giggles and sits back down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So okay. I'm like, okay. You know, so uh, throughout the night, I, mind you, I'm the only guy in this club. This is on a Wednesday. So it's a weekday. <laughs> Not a lot of people are at the strip club. Right. Yeah. But I am also the only guy there with a date or like a girl. So yeah. we're watching all these guys there, and there's just ugh, man, there are characters there. There's a there's Strip a guy. Strip clubs can be pretty pretty fucking sad. There's some a little bit like pathetic people that hang out at strip clubs like on dude, a regular basis. Yeah, it, it, there was we kept making up like scenarios on like what these people do for a living and stuff. You know, just you know whatever. Yeah, but there was a guy. He was just right next to the stage, and there was this girl who came out, and he's just like grabbing her ass and stuff and he's like really in there and he's you know slapping it and stuff and it's like jesus christ man like not a good look you know yeah um so yeah we're you know we're watching all the girls on stage and stuff and there was this one she really liked and she was like uh i was like why don't you uh go give her a dollar you know we had ones so she was like, well, I'm nervous. I don't want to, you know, go up there. And I was like, well, how about you go up there, give her a uh, dollar so I can see you shake your ass while you do it. And then she fucking did it. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. That's all I had to do is say what I wanted to see. And it's weird, right? Fucking weird. Yeah. So we had a fun time. Uh, we left and we got in front of her house. I'm thinking I'm just going to drop her off. And she was like, uh, I had work the next day, so she was like, do you want to hang out, or do you want to, you know, or do you have to go to bed? I can hang out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we're in her, uh, we get in her house, and we're in the living room, and uh, we, like, turn on, I don't know if you ever heard of it, it's called Letter Kenny. Yeah, I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, so we turn on that, and she goes in the kitchen to go grab me a beer. And uh, she comes back, sets it on the table, and she sits right next to me, and she went for the fucking kiss. Oh yeah. So I was surprised at that. So we're making out on her couch and stuff. And then like, she's like, Oh, well, I don't want to wake up, you know, my roommate. And I was like, well, let's uh, go up to your room. And uh, we went up to her room and I uh, did the deed. So I ended up, <laughs> <laughs> I ended up staying there and then going straight from work the next day. Yeah. So it was uh, how it, it was crazy on how it happened because Everyone who's listening, I am 5'9 and like 325 pounds. I am not a small guy. Uh-huh. This chick is... They'll see you on YouTube. They'll see you yeah. on YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this chick is, um, you know, she's uh, tall, skinny, long legs. You know, she did modeling for a little bit in her early 20s. You know, so this was a chick I never thought I was going to get with. On a, a scale of 1 to 10, what, what would you say she is? I'd say an 8. I, I give her an eight. Yeah. All right. All right. I, yeah. So, um, yeah, I just uh, get, showed her that it had a little bit of masculinity and shit happened. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, wait, when you reached out to me, you were like, this stuff is fucking amazing. <laughs> right. I was like, holy shit, it works. Yeah. You're like, I, I really want to talk to you about this sometime. I was like, well, fucking come on the podcast. Let's hear the story. So, right. Yeah. yeah that's, uh, yeah, dude, that's, uh, that's awesome. Are you going to see her again? Do you think? So, uh, she, she got a hold of me the next day and she was just like, oh, you know, had a great time. I'm a little hungover. And I said, 
you and me both, uh, you're a bad influence. And then she's like, no, you. And then I kind of left it at that. Uh-huh. I, I'm a, I think I'm going to hear from her again. Um, she's in Chicago right now, hanging out with her girlfriends or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, I wouldn't be surprised if I don't hear from her, like from like, I don't know, sometime next week. If not, I got another date fucking Wednesday. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Well, I would say that don't wait, wait too long to try to set the next definite date in the book. Corey talks about waiting like a full week. I feel like that's, that's a little bit too long in my experience. Like by oh, then okay. they feel like they feel like uh, you've lost interest, but I, I would say if you really like her and you hooked up with her, like try not to wait more than like three or four days. I would gotcha. say. Gotcha. I yeah. would definitely take that in mind. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, you know, so that I said, I have a crazy story about strip yeah, clubs. I so, hear that. <laughs> when I was in the Navy, I went and visited, uh, I went and visited uh, Sydney, Australia. Okay. Um, this was on my first deployment. No second deployment. Cause I was married at the time. And uh, so my second deployment, we went to Sydney and we all stayed up in the King's Cross area. And so people that are listening from Sydney know what the fuck I'm talking about. That is the red light district. Right. Oh, okay. But for some reason, like it's just up this up the hill from the Navy base. And so that's where the the Navy gets like all the deals for hotels and stuff. And like there's a really cool bar there called the Bourbon and Beefsteak. And like I love that place. But there's a fucking I don't know if it's still there, but there's a strip club called Porky's awesome like right from the like, movie? A, like the movie but it's okay. I, I think it's loosely named after the movie gotcha. but you go there it's a renovated theater and uh it's bring your own beer so you can oh. go like right next door to the liquor store and grab a six-pack and go in and it's like theater seating like an old school movie theater and then there's there's a stage there and the chicks are doing random shit on stage and uh at the same time dancers are walking around soliciting you to go upstairs because they're also whores <laughs> <laughs> so i like and i was married so i didn't you know I'm, right I was like i'm yeah. not going upstairs with any of you bitches you know but right but this the show uh, on the stage was fucking nuts this chick pulls this guy from like the the front row lays him on the stage puts a dildo in his mouth and starts fucking the dildo on the stage i was like they would never do that in america that's <laughs> well, well they, i mean <laughs> okay so I took my brother to a strip club on his, like, I think it was his 18th birthday. Okay. And I paid for him to get on stage. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, they're just going to set him in a chair and they're all going to give him uh, lap dances. Yeah. Well, they didn't. They handcuffed his ass to a pole right. and, like, beat him with, like, a three-inch dildo or three-foot dildo. And I'm like, well, that's not what I expected. But... I, I, uh, that happened to my uh, former brother-in-law too. Uh, he, oh. he, he was getting married. This is in South Dakota. And we went to the strip club in South Dakota and talk about the fucking B team. The, the strippers were just... Was it deja vu? Just nasty. No, it wasn't deja <laughs> okay. vu, but, but uh, I don't know what it was. It was like, but still like the town was small. The gene pool was shallow Absolutely. and uh, the, the chick, chicks weren't that hot. But uh, my like my uh my at the time wife's like sisters like her their husbands and stuff like that we all got together pulled our money and like you know said hey this is he's a he's getting married can we get him up on stage so they they basically did the same thing they handcuffed him pulled his pants down so he was in his boxers and they were like whipping him with a fucking belt and shit and like he had he had welts and stuff it was like yeah like we felt bad after that we're like yeah sorry because that's not fun that's not no no that's not fun (laughs) my brother won't even step in the strip club because of that anymore like right yeah nightmare like ptsd and shit (laughs) right 
So, um, okay. So that's awesome. Um, I, let me ask you. So you said, you told me that you've read the book uh, twice now, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it's uh, both on, on audio? Yeah, it's all on Audible. Uh, I asked you uh, if there was a way that I could get it, and you gave me these options. Yeah. Um, and then I started listening to Corey on YouTube. So he was just like, it's on Audible for free. And I'm like, all right, so going to Audible. Yeah. So yeah, the, the first time I read it was like in 24 hours. And the only reason that I was able to do that is because the job I have uh, allows me to wear headphones. Mm. So I just listened to it all the way through first. And then second time, I'm starting to pick up little Easter eggs, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, the, there's a few guys on the page that can do that. Like uh, mm-hmm. one of the admins on the page, Nathan, he, uh, he's in the military now. But before the, he joined the military, he, he was a uh, cook or something. He worked, in a, he worked in a kitchen and he would just sit there like all night with his headphones on doing work. So he would be able to listen like every night. So he's been he's like heard the book, I don't know, a hundred times by now. Oh damn! Um, there's a there's a few guys on the page that it's take it took them a really long time to get through the book, like the first or even the second time because they were like really studying it and taking notes and and I always tell them like that stop taking notes, just read it and just yeah. reread it and reread it. You'll you'll pick it yeah, up. You're, you know? you're gonna pick it up. Yeah. yeah. So I like I said, I only read it twice. I'm still trying to get that ten to fifteen. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. What's your biggest aha moment after the last uh listen uh what a biggest aha moment was the uh it was treating all women the same you know that was the the big the big one for me it was like something clicked in my head where it's like you know what if they don't want to see you they then don't fucking bother with them and uh not just that but it was uh cory likes to do everything public so he says, like, if he sees a chick, you know, out in public, he's going to tell him that he thinks they're, they're, they're cute and, you know, try to schedule a date right there. Yeah. You know? So I took that in mind. It's like, I'm still, I still have to get to that point. It hasn't happened yet. Sure. But I've gone out and like actually went out my way to like compliment a woman, you know, just by something unique, you know, just to, you know, get my ha- my feet wet, you know, at first, you know? Uh-huh. So, you know, it's shit like that, you know, but a lot of, a lot of that, uh, treating all women the same too. It's because a lot of guys have the tendency to treat really hot women one way and then women, they don't find attractive another way. So they end up like putting these really hot women on pedestals and basically pushing, like repelling these women. And then these women, they treat like, you know, regular humans. And then these chicks like love them. Right. So it's about bringing these women down to here (laughs) off that fucking pedestal, treat them all the same so that when uh, it's actually go time, right? Like when you're actually ready to ask a chick out, like you've talked to, like you talked to all the women this way, like, right. Why wouldn't they go out with you? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah. A lot of times too, they, uh, I don't know if you've heard this expression, but if you put, or if you treat someone like a celebrity, they're going to treat you like a fan. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's all that goes into. You treat them all the same. Uh-huh. Yep. I've been there. <laughs> um, so you, so uh, I usually ask guys if, like if they've read any other dating and relationship books, you just got into this. So I would imagine you haven't read any other books yep, yet. Uh, I'm brand new to the whole uh, dating books and like, uh, what would you call them? Like uh, 
like life help books, I guess you would call them. Self-help, self-help, self-help. Yeah. 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 Self-help. So yeah, you know, I, I'm brand new. So okay. It's all new world to me. Sure. Okay. So, but you, you said that you did follow some, uh, some guys on, on YouTube, right? Like, so there's some guys that I like to follow on YouTube. There's uh David, I think his name's David, uh, from how to beast. I don't know if okay. you're familiar with how to no, beast. No, I'm not familiar. Uh, I like following Dave Parada. Um, he's a, he's an author. He's a, he, he actually lives in Mexico city, but, okay. but he, he's got really great videos on YouTube about like how to pick up women and stuff like that. Um, I was watching, uh, what's the guy's name? I think it's, uh, I want to say his name is David Bacon. Uh, he's like this Australian guy. He's a, he's basically a pickup artist. He has a book that's way the fuck overpriced called the flow. Don't recommend it. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's just to me, it's just all pickup shit. Right. And like a, a lot yeah. of the problems with like pickup artists is they're really good at getting numbers. They're really good at maybe going out on first dates and maybe hooking up, but they know nothing about getting into a relationship, which I think Corey Wayne's book like runs the whole gambit from pickup all the way through a relationship. If you want to do that. Oh, wow. So um, let's see here. Uh, let's see. So every man, every man, uh, you, you know, one of the big things that Corey talks about in the book is how every man needs to focus on a purpose in life, their mission, right? Like yeah. women really should be secondary. And if you focus enough on like your purpose in life and being like a better person and like, you know, focus on work and your career and stuff like that. And, you know, hobbies and, you know, what have you anything but women basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty, yeah um, pretty much. But if you focus on stuff like that, you get really deep in your purpose. Like for some reason, it just attracts women naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say is your purpose in life right now? Or are you still working on figuring that out? So, all right. So I've been at my job for like 10 years. Uh, it, it really turned into a uh, career. I work in the aerospace industry here in Michigan. Mm. So uh, I test airplane parts to make sure they don't, uh, the airplanes don't fall out of the sky for, you know, uh, for like the aerospace, um, like military and commercial airlines. Yeah. So um, I don't know if you've seen on the news the other day, but like uh, that jet engine, like kind of blew apart and people found pieces of it like hit their house and stuff like that have you seen that no i try not to watch the news it's too fucking negative but it uh... is very negative but (laughs) there was a big ring we call them skins that was sitting in this guy's yard and no one got hurt thank god uh you know but the uh you know our boss comes in the next day and he's like okay who inspected this part we don't get the part at all but it was just kind of like you know we might actually get this customer whatever but anyway uh, I moved up in my company to as far as I can to where my bosses took me in the other, I want to say last month. It was like, we're getting ready to retire. Do you want to take our spot? And it's like, okay. So um, yeah, so that is really what I've been working on with my career and in the aerospace industry. But then again, I'm also trying to learn all these new hobbies too. Like uh, I'm really big into like scary movies and shit. So that's what I do on my free time is scary movies and stuff or like uh me and a couple of friends have a youtube channel um you know so yeah you know it's just i'm doing shit just not focusing on the women you know if the women coming you know come around sure mm-hmm. to whatever but i'm not making that my main focus anymore you're into horror movies um do you I ever, am, listen, do you ever I, listen to like horror podcasts 
Yeah, so I listen to um, so I li- I'm also into true crime stuff. So have you ever heard of Morbid? I haven't, but I, I do know that like true true crime podcasts are all the rage with women these days. Yeah, so I I mean I got a date story for that. It was really bad. Okay, um, but uh, I also listen to a horror movie talk. Okay, two guys, you know they're you know they talk about horror movies and stuff. There's a there's a podcast called The Anatomy of Horror. I think oh, okay. it's called. The Anatomy of Horror, and uh, one of my friends from high school uh, has been doing that for years. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll yeah. have to check that out. Yeah, uh, it's it's pretty interesting. They have some pretty uh, fascinating stuff on there. So, yeah, if you're into horror podcasts, check out The Anatomy of Horror. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, I hope he the... plugs my fucking podcast. That's so right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, going back with the true crime, and a lot of women are in that, that's like a big deal with women nowadays. So it's yeah. like... That's a that's an easy conversation starter, you know. Uh, if you guys you know want to check all that stuff out, but yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's uh, one th- one problem I I think though with the uh, the women being so much into the true crime stuff is that that's, they're a little timid to go out on first dates. I knew you were gonna say that because that's exactly <laughs> what it is. And yeah. It's like uh, yeah, it, with especially talking to women online, it's like. Corey Wayne, you know, uh, I yeah, I was listening to you, I think, yesterday about uh, him just giving the number out and wait for them to call. That's bullshit. That it don't work. work. That, yeah. do, that does not work. It's like, you got to get to know these women for a little bit. And it's like, I've yeah. tried it on some. And it's like, uh, let's talk on here first before yeah. we, you know, even do any of that. So it's like, I'm still learning, you know, the whole online dating thing. But yeah, yeah, Corey. Uh, so at the time of this recording, the the episode that just dropped was uh, this episode I did with this guy. Um, uh, I can't think of his first name. His last name is Batello and uh, my now ex-girlfriend. And we were talking about dating apps and how Luis, Luis Patello. Luis, sorry, yeah. sorry, Luis. Um, so Luis Patello came on, uh, with my, my now ex-girlfriend and, and the three of us were talking about men's dating profiles and how he did a, you know, he did a, a test where he put out a fake female profile just to see like, you know, how many swipes women get. And, and he got, he got 80% match rate as a woman, mm-hmm. you know, which you don't get as a man. And, uh, he was also wanted to see like the kind of opening lines that men use that are just kind of sad, you know, and like 99% of them are just like, Hey, what's up? What's you? <laughs> right. Right. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. It's, 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 uh, what were, what, what were we originally talking about though? Da- dating profile. Oh, Corey's dating profile. So yeah. yeah one Corey's of the things that profile. I talked about how, if, if you read the book, Corey says, Google the ultimate dating profile, Corey yeah. Wayne, the ultimate dating profile, which, uh, I have an episode I'm going to record coming up. And we're okay. going to call it the ultimate dating profile because Corey shit's bullshit. Um, his dating profile. If you go to that website, like go to his website, understand. I, I looked at it. Yep. It's fucking long winded. It's like, it's made for I'm, like, it's made for a site like match or something. It's just, it's too much fucking information. Women aren't reading all that. And if they, if you do put a book like that, they're judging you for it. Right. If you want it short and concise. Yeah, I actually took some stuff from Luke when it came with the dating profile. Like okay. he always said that he that don't do the selfies. He fucking hates it when guys do selfies. Yep. So yeah, he just said make it look fun and you know have a couple of pictures of you with your guy friends and stuff because he is right. Women, if they see that you don't have friends, that's a big red flag. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also like the 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 psychology of it too is that like alphas 
have people want to take pictures of alphas, right? Right. Like alphas aren't doing a bunch of selfies. So uh, a good way that you can do that if you don't have a bunch of friends to take pictures of you is with a fucking tripod. It's not that hard. Tripod right, and right. a timer. Come yep. on. Like, you know, or you can hire a photographer if you got money, but right. if you don't have money, get a tripod and, and use a timer on your phone and, and, you know, pose like you're fucking doing something cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. You need to have like at least one full body shot. You need to have mm-hmm. like your teeth and stuff like that. Corey doesn't talk about any of that stuff. Um, and, he, and then he contradicts himself in the book too, where he says, uh, you know, if you go to ask for a woman, uh, ask a woman for her number and she goes, well, give me your number. That means that she's never going to call you. But then in the dating profile thing, he says, oh, I give women my number. Yeah. They're not going to fucking call you. You, mm-hmm. you need to ask them for their number. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. So I don't, I don't follow any of his advice when it comes to online dating because it just doesn't work. Right. Now, have you ever talked to Corey before? Not yet. Not yet. Um, All right. And I say yet because uh, he—I'm going to get him on this podcast one of these days. I'm going to cross his radar, and he's going to be like, "This fucking guy is teaching people my shit. I need to talk to this kid." Well, I—I I think he know. I've been watching videos, and he knows that there's people out there that talk about his his uh work. Yeah. I just, he just hasn't mentioned anyone. So he hasn't mentioned anyone specifically. Well, there right. like, there are, uh, there are guys on YouTube that like, there's a uh, alpha male strategies on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'm like 99.9% sure that guy has at least read Corey's book, you know? Yeah. Um, a lot of the red pill guys have heard of Corey and they don't like him because mm-hmm. Corey's more purple pill, you know, which I think is fine. You know, like, I think if you're too extreme red, too extreme blue, it's just yeah. Just you got to have an open mind when it comes to this shit, you know. Some of it, yeah. I mean, yeah. some of it is. I mean, based on my experience, based on what I've learned from the books, and then turn around and practiced, it's like okay, no, no, this is there's something to this right, right. here. Right. But yeah, I mean, but still, you gotta you gotta take what's useful, you know, yeah. with all this. Yeah. Now, what I was gonna also say is uh, that. Uh, what was the secret? Yep. Mm-hmm. So when you first start talking about that, uh, that's something I listened to back in high school or watched in high school. And uh, it definitely works. You know, they had us make the board and stuff like that of what we wanted in our future. And it's something if you if that's something you look at, like on a daily basis, shit's going to start popping up in your life. Yeah, it's it's weird. There's uh, there's people that think that the secret uh or the law of attractions uh hocus pocus mumbo jumbo but it's it's really not and it's uh it's fascinating it's like one of the things about the 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 law of attraction too is that without the law of action it won't come true so so with the law of attraction like you have to have a goal you got to really focus on that goal on a daily basis and like believe that you're going to achieve that goal Right. And then for some reason, your subconscious mind is just going to fucking find a way to get you there. But then like, as soon as you see an opportunity or you get like, uh, like a divine thought, right? Like an epiphany, you just gotta be like, oh shit. And then you got to fucking act on it. Awesome. And if you don't yeah. act on it, it's not going to happen for you. Yeah. Right. That's... Right. But yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. it works. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, yep. I've done it myself and yeah, it fucking works. So having listened to the book twice now, did you ever, were you able to figure out where in the book Corey talks about the law of attraction? Um, Cause it's I very subtle. Yeah. I, I mean, 
I haven't picked up on that Easter egg yet. Um, uh-huh. But well, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. And so then that, the on yeah, your third, third pass on the book, you'll, yeah. you'll, you'll recognize it more, but he, in the book, he talks about, uh, it's like, I can't remember the, the title of the chapter, but it's like, well, is how it the to, list? is it the list that you're talking about? Yeah. It's that whole chapter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So he talks about like how to attract the woman of your dreams in right. your life. And he talks about writing a list of all the things that you want, like sitting down, writing out, I want this in a woman. I want this quality in a woman. And then what you don't want. And then he talks about writing a love letter to the woman of your dreams. And he's like, put a lot of feeling behind it. And, you know, it's that, that whole exercise is all about using your imagination because it's a feeling universe and, that you're putting a lot of thought into it. You're telling the universe exactly what you want and it's all law of attraction shit, but he doesn't specifically say it. Right. So (laughs) I, I actually made the list and it's on my phone. It's something I see weekly. I'm not going to say daily, but um, it should be daily. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking up there. Uh, So I forgot to bring that up. I made this list and I I put exactly what I wanted and what I didn't want. Mm Mm-hmm when I put everything down on like in front of me, that's where the chick I got with, I knew that's not what I wanted to settle with. Right. So that's why it made it very easy for me to say all these things to her because I knew that it wasn't what I was looking for in a woman, but, yeah, but we got to treat them all the same. Got to treat them all the same. So I did. And yeah. it just happened to work out for me. So it was just like, awesome. I talk a, a lot about uh, spinning plates on TikTok. Okay. Yeah. And uh, like, so before I started getting into the stuff, I was the guy that um, I would find a chick on a dating app. We got a, we got a match. Yeah. We started chatting. If I could get her on a date, I would basically like put all the dating apps on pause and just focus on her. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of guys do that, but when you put all your eggs in that one basket, um, various things happen, right? Like one, you figure out, I don't really like her that much. Mm-hmm. Two, you come on a little too strong and then she starts pulling back and then it breaks your fucking heart. And then you got to start the process all over again. Yep. And it's so daunting. Uh, but if you're spinning those plates, you're dating, dating multiple women, mm-hmm. then you can sort of experiment a little bit, right? Go out Absolutely. with your, go out with the chick that likes going to the strip club hook up with her, but at the same time, you know, only see her like once a week at the right. same time, you're, you're, you're spreading your net out and you're, you're experimenting with other women seeing what, okay, well, well, do you work out and stuff like that? Next thing you know, you're dating like, you know, two, three, four different women. I wouldn't do more than four. Some guys no, do 10, yeah. like yeah. four is too, four is my max. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just too fucking much and too expensive, but uh, but you start, you start dealing with these four women. Right. And then every once yeah. in a while, like one of them will, one of them will fucking skip out, you know, or you won't like one you'll stop calling her. And, but it's like this constant thing where you're just sort of experimenting and knowing what you'll settle with, what you won't settle with, right. What you'll tolerate. And it's just, a, I feel like it's just a much better way of dating, you know, like you're weeding out people that you, you just won't settle, settle on and no one should settle. Absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree with you. I just started spinning plates. So it's just, uh, I didn't 
delete any fucking apps or anything once I got with this friend. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have the googly eyes going on right now. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's just it's something that happened. It was two friends having a good time. I'm still going, you know, on a date Wednesday. I didn't cancel any of that shit. So it's just like going yeah. with the flow, you know. Yeah, hang out, have fun, have fun, hook up. Hook up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mantra, right? Right. Yep. It's 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 funny too, because like yeah, in the book Corey talks about, it. he's like, once you realize that all you have to do is hang out, have fun, hook up, he's like, it's so easy. It's so oh, easy to do that. It's yep. no pressure. It's like, oh fuck, like dating's actually fun now. You know, like right, I love yeah. it. I yep. love it. I get yeah. these I get these fucking haters on TikTok, and they're all like, oh, congr- you know you're going to be single forever. Uh, well, okay. I'd be happy doing that. Like <laughs> I, I like right. doing this shit, you know, this right. is fun for me. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. I see you put some of them on blast on TikTok too. And it's funny. Yeah. You know? Well, it's fun to do that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, why not? You know? <laughs> well, the thing is they say, they say to build your TikTok following, you're supposed to put, put out a lot of content. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck if someone like, you know, shits all over one of my videos. Well, that's, that's another piece of content I can put out. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> One thing I like to say to people that like to shit on me in the comments, I go, keep commenting. You're helping yeah, me out on the algorithm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on. I got <laughs> no, more shit to go. No, say, yeah, do, do, many... no, comment again. Come on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> let's see how many views I can get on this shit. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> You're just helping me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we get, me and my buddies, we get shit on YouTube all the fucking time. We use it to our advantage. We put it in our videos. Yeah. But that's whatever. Yeah, whatever, man. Um, yeah. So so going back to, uh, so your friend that you hooked up with, you're going out with a chick on Wednesday. There's another friend that you're working on. Um, I would say, like, have you seen any of my videos where I talk about, like, don't accept the friend zone? And stuff? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I did see the don't accept the friend zone. Um, like I said, I'm still new. So a lot of the women that I am friends with, I still don't have any contact with them. I'm waiting for them to contact me. Sure. I'm kind of setting it up like if they want to hang out, that's when I'm going to make the fucking moves and shit. And if they don't want, well, if they don't want anything from me like that, fucking hit bricks then. I, you know, I don't give a shit anymore. You know? Yeah. I mean, really, if you really come to think about it, uh, it, it, like having women friends only really oh god i'm gonna get shit on by the women here but no nope hey i don't care i don't care because fuck it yep go for it <laughs> it only works to have female friends if you put them in the friend zone like if exactly. you're not sexually attracted to them because if you're mildly attracted to them yep you're going to want to fuck and exactly and yep. so and then they're going to want validation from you and not want to fuck so you get none of the benefit out of that Right. They get and, all the benefit out of it. It's just like, okay, you know what? If I'm not getting any benefit out of this, I've already got fucking friends. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, get out. Like you said, you got to have a good solid group of guy friends. Yeah. Thank God I, I, I was fortunate enough to have that. But it's like, you know, you're absolutely right. I mean, sometimes these women don't understand that these guys who get close to them and they're just trying to be friends or whatever, secretly they want to fuck. They're, they want, they're well, waiting for their opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. Now I do have female friends, like w- women that I consider friends, but like it's either I put them in the friend zone or like they're married or something. Like I right. just did a TikTok the other day where I, I was out jogging with my friend Tyreen. Like uh-huh. Tyreen, I know yep, her I from, yep. yeah. I, I, so I'm in a local runners group. Oh, okay. So there's a whole bunch of runners, male, female. They're almost all married. I'm the mm-hmm. only one that's like single, I think. And oh, 
so Tyreen's single, or I'm sorry, Tyreen's married, but like her husband it, like lives in Denver right now and, and he's waiting for work, something with his work to, to move out here. So she's like home alone a lot. Uh, so she and I go running. She's also like a barber. So she cuts my hair and stuff like that. Oh, but nice. like, it's like, I don't fuck around with other people's women. Yeah. So it's strictly platonic. And like, I'm happy to have her as a friend. And she's actually like a pretty cool chick. We, she likes, she follows me on TikTok. She loves like the whole 3% man concept. Nice. And so in fact, like her and a couple of the other guys from the uh, run club want to start a book club. And she goes, I want 3% man to be the first book. <laughs> And, oh good luck with that well <laughs> the thing is is one of the other guys in run club like he his read rational mail he's read some of these books and so when i was telling him about three percent man he went out and bought it and he's slowly reading it so he goes yeah yeah let's do three percent man and i've read it 16 times now and, I, and i'm oh, planning right. on reading it forever so i'm like okay yeah, yeah fuck it i don't you know number 17 right. for me <laughs> yeah fuck it. yeah that's pretty damn cool i didn't you know I, reading that in a book group i don't know how that would go but hey let's <laughs> you well, know, if you guys read it let me know basically the basically the three percent man facebook book facebook group is the uh, yeah the, is the book club <laughs> yeah, yeah don't really think about it yeah we do talk yeah. about a lot of different books in there for sure right not um, just, and I don't know if you, you, know, you've, you just started in that group, but we talk about lots of different types of books too, like financial books and other right. self-help books. Like uh, one I just finished reading was Never Split the Difference, which, which is a negotiating book. Like yeah. we talk about like that kind of stuff because even when you're dating, you're negotiating a little bit. Yeah. And then Corey has a book that has something to do with like your fi like uh, financial stuff. And uh, he's got one of, called Mastering Yourself. That's what it is. Mastering yeah. Yourself. No, no one likes that book. Oh, okay, yeah. I've, I've, have yet, now, I've yet okay. to meet someone that actually likes that book. Now, Atomic Attraction, is that him too? No, that's okay. uh, that's Christopher Canwell. Gotcha. See, that's the one I want to go to next. Do it. Yeah. yeah. That's one. Of, so, that one and then Dating Essentials for Men are those are that and 3% Man. Those are my holy trinity of dating books. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, I wanted to ask you so, uh, what's dating going uh, for you right now? I know you say that you live in like like a rural part of Colorado, right? Right. Yeah. So you guys, you guys, you say that you have like a bunch of corn-fed women out there. There are it's quite like, a few corn-fed women out in the western slope of Colorado. I live in the middle of fucking the Midwest, so we have nothing but fucking cornfields. They're all a lot of them are corn-fed. <laughs> I say that, but yeah, there's some like thick, hardy gals right. on the western slope of Colorado. Yeah. They like they like their fucking uh, burritos and shit. I don't know, oh, shit, but but. But there's a, there's really great women out here. There's really like hot looking women. Um, one of the things that one of the guys on TikTok that follows me uh, was reaching out to me, and he was really just like real negative one day, oh. just like ah, oh, there's. He's like, oh, I just had three dates lined up, and like, thank you, and he was all excited, you know, because he was f following the advice from TikToks, and then he was able to line up dates, but then he went out on these dates, and then like they just didn't work out for him for whatever reason, and so he's like, oh, that's, you know, fucking now I got to start all over again, and I was like, so you got the wrong mentality here, man. A little bit, yeah. I mean, and, and a lot of that is is law of attraction too, because like when I was first dating, I had that mentality, like, oh, fuck, like it sucks around here. It's so hard to get dates and da, da, da. And, But when you think that way, then it becomes true. Like that becomes right. your reality. So when I started saying, no, 
there's always hot chicks like signing up for these dating apps because like there there's no great places to meet women in public no there's just not oh there's not okay there's just not um and and so i mean you can say go to the grocery store but when you go to the grocery stores around here it's almost all like elderly people for whatever Mm, reason um you know, maybe I should start focusing on that. Like there's always hot chicks at the supermarket, but I, uh, but no, like I just, I meet them all on dating apps. And so I started telling myself, no, there's always hot chicks on these dating apps. There's plenty of them. And if, uh, if one chick doesn't work out or whatever on, on a dating app, well, two more will pop up. And that started happening. Like it just, you start thinking that way and start telling the universe this stuff yep, and it just starts happening. So all these women just start, they start popping up everywhere. And, um, and I would say stuff to the universe too, like, well, these women are going to make the first move or these girls are going to hit on me first. So like I pay for Tinder premium, I pay for Bumble premium. And so on apps like that, like you can just sit back and wait for women to swipe on you. Hmm. And then when you, then you could go and choose from them. Right. And, yeah. But when I start saying like, oh, these women are going to make the first move. I mean, that sort of is the first move, right? They swipe right. first and then I go and choose from them. And then, um, and then I don't bullshit around texting for days on end. I just, right. I, I text for a little bit, you know, a little bit of banter. And then I go and boom, Hey, when are you free to get together? Meet me at this place at this day on this time. And it's just like, it's so fucking easy. Damn. So then it's, <laughs> then it's a matter of, uh, you're building a sales funnel, right? So then you, yeah, pretty much, yep. then you go out, you start meeting these chicks in person. A lot of them don't look like they, they look like on their profile. So, uh-huh. you know, cup like a drink and then you're done it's no big deal next Mm -hmm. uh next applicant and uh but but eventually you start clicking with some of them and then you start building up your rotation a little bit you know and yeah definitely so So you got some rotation right now um i i I was dating uh two chicks uh pretty steadily here uh i just went out with one last night and i'm just sick of her shit so gotcha she's out like the drunk chick or no no, 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 no. Like I, I, I'm dating uh, higher quality chicks these days. Did you, good, yeah. Did you listen to my Tale of Two Trainwrecks episode or? I, I did, but like I'm still in that phase where it's like, man, I'm really attracted to trash right now. So it's like. <laughs> well, they are fun. Yeah, they are fun. Yeah. But uh, no, no, no. These are, these are high quality women. Okay, um, that's good. They just, you know, it's just like this, this, this one chick, I'm just like, mm, you know, I'm just not into you and. I just don't feel like you're putting enough effort in. So I'm not tolerating that. This other one uh, I'm dating is a a high school teacher and she's got high interest. You know, she pings me regularly. I don't ping her, but she pings me. Like she's texts me like every couple of days because she wants to hear from me. And uh, so we got a date coming up on Tuesday. I've got a date tomorrow night. Uh, It's going to be a first date. You you end up going on a lot of first dates, uh, but but that's fun too. You meet new people and sometimes they work out. Sometimes they don't, you know, mm-hmm. no big deal. So yeah. yeah, I got a first date tomorrow. I got a date with high school chick on Tuesday and yeah, life's good. Hell yeah, <laughs> man. Hell yeah. I'm still trying to build the, you know, turn in the plates and stuff, but it, it's coming along. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely comes along. And then every once in a while you'll have dry spells, you know, you might have like a week where you don't have any dates, but that's fine. Like it, you, you eventually get to the place where like, you don't need, you don't need a date you know, and it's almost like nice. It's almost like a relief to not have to go out on a date and you can do your own thing, like record a podcast, (laughs) (laughs) right. Or, you know, read a book or study. You know, I like to, I don't like watching TV so much. So I'm either like reading or I'm like watching YouTubes or I'm, 
you know, working on my purpose. So. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Cool, man. Well, we're at an hour, so I think we should wrap up. Um, so one question I like to ask everybody, and you've read the book twice now, uh, you watch all the TikToks, but uh, all that being said, what, what does being a 3% man mean to you? So just like everything else, when you're trying to better your life, it's just, it's a lifestyle change, man. I mean, you know, uh, with me, you know, I'm, you know, I'm trying to lose weight right now and it's working out pretty well. And I, you know, changing up your diet and shit like that. That's uh, a lot of the shit. It's just a lifestyle change. So I'm seeing, you know, the 3% man as like, okay, this is a lifestyle change in my dating, you know, life. So that's how I'm taking it all in right now. And I'm just going from there. And I'm, I'm not going to say it's like, you know, you do everything like exactly what the book says. I just see it as more as like incorporate it to your life and see what happens. So, so far I've been getting nothing but good things out of this book. And a lot of this stuff I've been hearing from like the women and stuff like that. And it's just like, ever since I did like a 360 on my dating life, it's just, they're always, they're, they're giving me these fucking hints and it's like, now I know. So it's, you know, I kind of look at the 3% man as like a lifestyle change in a, in a way, you know, especially for dating. For sure. If you watch enough of Corey's videos, uh, mm -hmm. one of the things that he he touches on is the, one of the reasons why you read how to be a 3% man 10 to 15 times is because that much repetition becomes a mindset. So it, so it really, that does become a lifestyle. Yeah. You start thinking this way right. and, uh, and same thing. Yeah. Same thing with like diet and exercise. If you do it enough, you're disciplined enough, like don't be motivated to do it. Like no, wait you... for motivation because motivation's a feeling it's fleeting, right? Absolutely. You want to you know, no, I've got to go out and I got to like walk two miles yeah. today, just yeah. like bare minimum. I've got to walk two miles today. And if I don't fucking do it, I'm a piece of shit. You know, exactly. like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, dude, I'm telling you that all that, all that shit works. I mean, fuck, I just quit. Um, you know, this happened back in the summer, but like with changing your diet and shit, it's like, I, I stopped eating uh, fast food and drinking pop and shit. And I just went to the doctors the other day and he's, He's like, what the hell have you been doing? Because I'm taking you off a of blood pressure medication. It's like, it's amazing. Oh, I don't know what you're doing. And he's yeah. like, I just, I stopped eating shit. You know, yeah. I just, I'm exercising more and I stopped eating shit. And it's like. <clears throat> when I, uh, when I got divorced in 2014, yeah. I was way, I weighed 230 pounds Yeah. and I'm only 5'10". So like I was plump, you know, and, uh, it took me like two years, but I finally was just like, you know what? I can't deal with this anymore. I'm going to do something about it. And I knew how to exercise because, you know, the military and, and I was in weight training in high school. So I knew how to do it. I just wasn't. And uh, I, I had lost weight before just counting my calories. Strictly yeah. counting your calories is like the easiest way to lose weight, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was... I decided, you know what, I'm going to get serious about this. And I started like really counting my calories. I started exercising five days a week. And within a year, I, I lost 50 pounds. Damn. We're recording great. here, puppy. Do you mind? <laughs> I don't know if you heard that flapping noise. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, I lost like 50 pounds in that year. And, um, and I just decided like at that year, like I'm, I'm never getting back to that again. I yeah, won't allow like it. Yeah, you kind of like it wakes you up and it's like I don't want to be this fucking person anymore. 
Yeah. It's like, fuck that, you know, because it, it kind of holds you back on a lot of shit, you know? It does. And, and, and every once in a while, like, you know, I'll go through phases now where I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to bulk this year. So I'm going to like, you know, eat a lot and I'm going to lift heavy and I end up putting on weight and stuff. And I, I, like, if you watch some of like the, uh, if you go back and watch YouTube, um, you know, from a couple months ago, like I, I'm a little, I got a little bit of weight on me, but that's because in 2020, I was like really trying to put on mass. And so now I'm like, after, right after Christmas, I got on keto. I got back on the keto diet. Yeah. See, and, I started doing that shit too. Dude. I'm like, I love keto. It's, it, yeah. you don't even, you have to count calories. You don't really even have to think about it. As long as you just right. don't eat, you don't eat fucking potatoes and right. sugar potatoes and, and bread. And yeah, just yeah. Shit, you, know? you can just, you can pretty much like do it without having to try and then you yeah. just work out and like your the fat just melts off dude it's it's fucking nuts on yeah. how, how that works but hey it works definitely works mm-hmm. all right brother well i appreciate you coming on the show uh, so i appreciate you following me on tiktok and everything like that yeah absolutely i'm still gonna watch and uh just wanted to say uh you know thanks for having me on and Everything that you uh, you and Coach are doing, uh, especially with you with the, the Facebook and stuff, you know, it's a great thing you have going and, you know, just keep it going. Uh, so, yeah. And then, Luke, if you're listening, uh, you're a fucking savage and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Luke but, uh, Luke loves what he's mentioned on the podcast. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Well, <laughs> shout out to you, Luke. <laughs> Damn right. All right, Tony. Uh, we'll see you, uh, see you on the page. See you on TikTok, brother. Awesome. All right, man. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Later. Tony, thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it. It was, a, it was fun talking to you, man. And, uh, and thank you for reaching out to me on TikTok. Uh, I thought your story was just fascinating. I, I loved, <laughs> I loved how you took, I loved how you took, uh, your girl friend to a strip club and, uh, slapped her ass. <laughs> just, like straight up 3% man shit, man. Um, I hope by the time this drops, you've, uh, you've listened to the book a few more times and uh, you've been successful with some of your other lady friends, uh, maybe getting them into the rotation and everything like that. But um, appreciate you coming on, brother. Appreciate you coming on and I wish you nothing but success. Nothing but success. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Come On, Man. If you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it. Get it.